1: and subscribe to Relentless Truth. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also go to our website, johnwarrenmedia.com for more information about our work, including our company CFS Financial. CFS is a DBA doing business as name for Christian Financial Solutions. We work with nonprofits primarily around the country on all matters financial, including debt resolution, and governance and strategic planning and the like so uh, feel free to contact us there that work sponsors this podcast which is a delight to bring to you thank you for your encouragement you can email me at john at johnwarrenmedia.com where or you can use our contact form at the website and your encouragement is so valued and appreciated i told a friend a couple of days ago if if I just have an audience of one or two, and this means something to you, and the, and the audience has grown tremendously. So there, there are hundreds of you and I'm thankful uh, for that, but uh, that, that just the, just the gratification of, of knowing that this is meaningful work is enough for me and I'm thankful for you. I wanna um, talk now, we, we've had a couple of episodes on, on the economy, on government, uh, and, and the economy over in recent weeks. And we've been, but we've been discussing the attributes of God, and and so I I want to just kind of blend that topic, this this great question, who is God? You know, the announcer says every week for this podcast that that's what we seek to do here: answer the question, who is God, who is man, and how God relates to man. And I I want to talk a a little bit about that today. I want to talk about a sensitive uh, topic, frankly, in our. Uh, society today. It's one that you're thinking about and bumping into uh, periodically. And, and yet it's, it's not one that, that we like to talk about. And that is, that is race, race in America, race in the world at large and race in America. And, and specifically there's been a, a, a black, white, struggle. I, I, you know, I'm not a sociologist and I'm not smart enough to kind of sum up all of society, but it, it seems like with the Floyd murder hit a nerve, started a process, continue to process maybe. And, and, uh, it, it seems that we've had an anti-police culture. We've got conflict over our border. And, and so we, we've got matters that involve race i mean maybe they're not solely about race but they they involve race and i i i I want to talk about them for for a a few minutes being a conservative on a lot of fronts and, and conservative means different things to different people to me it means values liberty and appreciates our constitution the way it was written and doesn't look to change it conserving uh traditional values Ah uh, being a a a steward, a good steward financially, and otherwise it means a bunch of things, those being included and and i I am one, but i'm I'm also i want to be very careful about um the characterization that you hear um about some conservatives. I think some conservatives are thought to be racially insensitive. and and uh, i i just want to i want to talk about the subject and i'm going to do it clumsily uh, that that's a warning i want to do it well i want to do it in a in a god honoring way i i'm convicted by my study of god's attributes and and specifically you know we've talked about god's essence and and it being one substance not simple and and all of that but god's nature includes love God's nature includes several things, doesn't it? It it you know, we've talked about God's essence, but if we focus on his nature, it includes the fact that he is spirit, he's ethereal, he's 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 light. He's called in scripture, he's called light and love. He's transcendent apart from us and it, you know, he's unknowable and incomprehensible and and yet knowable through his word. And and so Uh, he's imminent. He's, 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 he's with us. He's close to us. So our, our topic today goes to this, this very, very nature of God. I want to, I want to talk about uh, God's, God's nature, specifically his, his love and, and what that really means in, in with respect to really this and, and all other, um, subjects. So you know that, that Jesus is the radiance of the glory of God and uh, the exact imprint of his nature, Hebrews one, three, and you know, some things about the love of God and God's character. You know, that for example, you know, first John, I think it's four 19 that we love because he first loved us. So it is his love for us that, and we're going to read a section in Romans, it says that his love is poured out into our hearts, poured into our hearts, I think is what it says, through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. So we're, we're going to talk about that a little bit, but 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 I want to keep in mind that it is this. It is this love of God being poured into us. Let me just read that section. It's he, it's Romans five one through five. Therefore, since we've been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him, we have obtained an access by faith, obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance. And endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because, here it is, God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So this this word translated poured into, poured into our hearts, God's love being poured into our hearts, literally means dumped or poured out, poured into us. it's It's the word used for the outpouring of the spirit in in uh, some some places in scripture in Acts 2 and and Acts 10 and Titus 3. And so but this this tense of the verb in, in Romans 5, this poured out, poured into, is is the perfect tense, which implies a a settled state that is consequent upon a completed action. The thought is that the knowledge of the love of God, having flooded our hearts, fills them now, just as a valley once flooded remains full of water. So Paul assumes that his readers will be living, listen to this, in the enjoyment of a strong and abiding sense of God's love for them. So this is frankly one of the goals of this conversation this podcast episode today that we might live in the enjoyment of a strong and abiding sense of God's love for us and you say what in the world does that have to do with racism well our our ability to love comes from god galatians 5:22 and 23 but the fruit of the spirit is love joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, against such things there is no law. So if this is true, and it is true, if this is in the Bible, and it is, then isn't a clear understanding of God's love for us essential to our understanding? I mean, if Romans 5 is there, talks about the Spirit being poured out, love being poured into us, Galatians says it's a fruit of the Spirit, and then, and then we're going to look at 1 Corinthians 13 in just a second that talks about the importance of love. So we ought to pay attention to this. Now, racial issues, the issue of race, has been an issue for our country for a long time. We were a slave nation many years ago during our formative period during the colonial period you're probably aware that 25 of the 55 delegates who attended the constitutional convention were slave owners i if you listen to this podcast you've heard that and and so we we have a shameful part an offensive part of our history don't we and and then we've gone along and, and you, you know about the civil war and, and and let's not sugarcoat it that it was it you, you can argue it's about states' rights, and, and it was about states' rights, but it was also about slavery. And, and and you know the non-slave states, or some people call them the northern states, but the, the non-slave states did not condone slavery. They wanted to emancipate the slaves, and the southern slave states wanted to continue to treat people like property, and that's shameful. And, and we can't erase that part of our history. We can... You can tear down monuments, you can do whatever you want, but, but it's still part of our history. And I'm not, again, I'm not arguing for or against tearing down monuments. I, I think we ought to tell our history and, and, and tell it accurately and, and sensitively to others. I'm not, I don't even like that word triggered. I don't want to trigger people. I I don't want to be insensitive. I, I, I just don't. But, but today that that's not our subject really today, today, Today is about race relations in this in this country. And I think there are several challenges here. One is we don't consider the fact that in, in many, many cases in the church that racial issues are are real. We say, Oh, we just love everybody and we we I just I just am I'm, I'm loving and I love the way Christ loved and life is good and you know it it's uh we're all or we're all the same or i'm colorblind i love that one i'm actually colorblind but 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 i can see black and white and i'm just colorblind with blue and green and red and orange which is really inconvenient when i i'm driving along and my wife's with me and i say oh look at that orange car that's beautiful she's like that's not orange it's red so i i can i can kind of tell if it's supposed to be blue or green and Or, or you know, it's a fire truck and it's red, and you know. But I struggle with color in in that sense. But we aren't colorblind in the in the black and white sense. And and let let's throw the Hispanic community. And and it's really dangerous. They don't like to be talked about that way, as just one big community. Like to be talked about as the Cuban community or the uh, Latin American community, and so on. But in any case. Uh, racial issues are 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 real. Um, there there's no there's no process you can go through to 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 make that we can go through to make them disappear. There's there are sensitivities that we can develop, and and I would suggest and again it's just me. Uh, I would suggest that spending time together, interfacing together, finding common ground together that that prompts us to socialize together and 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 meet each other's needs. imagine that in a in an agape love sort of way without without reciprocity, without, you know focusing on the needs of the cherished individual, of the loved individual. I, I think that's that's just a critical part of this and and realize that that sometimes, white people say dumb things we do i probably already have on this podcast episode and and i I get it i i I, you know i i can't i i i went to a a middle school when i was in sixth and seventh grade that was populated i'm gonna just guess 80 to 90 percent by african americans and and uh, that was when uh, desegregation occurred and I was bused or, or, you know, taken by my parents in my case to, to this school because it was required. The, the white school in my white neighborhood was no longer my school. And I'll just tell you what, what a learning process that was. I cherish that period. I, now let me tell you what I didn't just say. I didn't just say, therefore I have mastered the art of race relations. I, I have not. There were, there were fights, uh, mostly African Americans fighting each other. Uh, there was a white kid who, who was just trouble, and he broke into the school and did some things. and my goodness, I hope he's not in prison today. There were athletics challenges, you know, just to, just to keep it real. I thought I was really fast and a good athlete and before and I realized I, I had not met fast yet. So there were a number of things that you'd call a a learning experience. Most of my teachers were African-American. Most of my classmates were African-American and most of the, the assemblies were geared toward African-American musical preferences and the like. And wow, did I learn a lot. I got to participate in a choir and I got exposed to music. I never probably would have been exposed to. And this is, you know, middle school is hard to start with, but this was, it was just a valuable experience is all I really want to say about it. And, And I'm grateful for it. It gave me insights that I think about today sometimes. Did it make me perfect from a racial, a race relations standpoint? No, it did not. So there there's this bag of biases that we all carry around. And really we we don't want we it our real issue is is that we want to hang on to our self-sufficiency and self-reliance and not be loving, in fact. It's it's really has to do with our rejection of God and who God is, and we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. But this matter of race relations, one of the ways we can we can begin to make progress. You and I, on an individual basis is by spending time with people who don't look like us. and And that that is something that requires effort. I'm not suggesting that you go drive to the hood and in Orlando uh, that 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 would be eating at Big Mama's Soul Food or something like that. and go, okay, well, I ordered it. I ate, ate, ate some soul food, and I'm good um and and I, I did my part. Uh, that's that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about our a, a real effort to begin to build relationships and and you can't do that. You know this. We all know this unless we have built um, relationship capital together. Some people call it emotional capital, but you you you're not gonna go try to find you know if if you're a white guy living in in the suburbs you're not going to drive into the hood and find a new best friend that's that's not that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about just taking baby steps to begin to understand maybe some of the challenges i'm not talking about becoming woke i don't like that characterization i'm not talking about changing who you are i'm talking about reaching out and being loving finding ways do that i'm not going to specify ways to do that because every everyone is different our our patterns are different i i you know i don't know where you work Uh, i don't know where you socialize but but i will say this i worked and socialized in the lily white world almost lily white world of banking and and at a country club that couldn't have been whiter for many many years and so my interaction with African-Americans for many years was sitting on the front row at the Orlando arena and watching magic games and get to know some of the players. Even that was valuable and is valuable to this day. Nick Anderson is a good friend and he has introduced me through the game of golf to other African-Americans in, in that community who kind of, uh, who, who, enjoy, who I enjoy a good relationship with uh, uh, to this day. But anyway, there's this, there's this effort that we need to make. And yes, we need to make it. You, you might say, no, well, I, I just am uncomfortable or I just don't know. I'm afraid I'll offend. No, you won't. They, they will understand that you're trying. This, this works in Hispanic communities as well. There are cultural differences among us. And I hope you're not gasping right now. There are cultural differences. that There just are. And they're wonderful. It's good to participate in in other cultures. And no, I'm not talking about going to Epcot. I'm talking about really participating in the culture of others. Spending time with families that aren't like you and me. I'm not talking about mission trips necessarily. I'm not talking about treating it like a mission trip. I'm talking about just being real and spending time with people, devoting your valuable resources, time and money to building relationships in other communities. But there's, there's something deeper that I want to talk about today in the context of, of race relations, this, this matter of how do we love, and and this this works with spouses, it works with friends, it works with if you're white, it works with your white friends. If you're black, it'll work with your black friends. But it, but it's especially profound in in the world of race relations. It, it is it is especially profound profound in terms of all all relationships. So I wanna I wanna read something. I I want to read a familiar passage of scripture and and you're going to immediately uh, uh, revert to greeting cards and little plaques and things that are in your home probably, but try not to listen to these words. First Corinthians 13, the first three verses. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. I'm reading from the English standard version. Verse 2, and if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Now, I thought for years, and I still do to some degree, but I thought for years that this meant... I need to be loving. I need to demonstrate love. And that's true. But but we, we've already read, we've already said that, we love because God first loved us. And you can find that reference in 1 John 4.19. We love because he first loved us. We also read a section in Romans 5 that said that, God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who's been given to us. So I want you to keep that in mind as we as we think about this this reference in First Corinthians thirteen. This word "have," if if I have not love, is really interesting. Now, I'm not a Greek scholar, but I can read a lexicon, and and here here's what it means. It means to hold or wear or possess in the sense of having something to to be in possession of, to be in a condition of, to lay, to lay hold of a thing to have the means of, to possess it. It's something we possess that, you know what we do? We read this and think I need to act like a godly person and you do. And I do. But that's not what this is talking about. That's not all this is talking about. This is talking about possessing the love that we just described that is like a valley filling with water and becoming a lake that the Holy Spirit gives us, the fruit of the Spirit that He gives us, that is talked about in that section that I read in Romans 5. God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. This is how we love. We love because he first loved us. So, so Paul is teaching that having the love of God in us is the key. He's denouncing godliness without knowing God. He's denouncing knowing about God and, and, and really, the key to race relations is understanding who God is. How, how did God demonstrate His love for us? By sending His Son, who is God incarnate, to be born of a virgin and die a sacrificial, atoning life, conquering sin and death on our behalf, regardless of our color, regardless of our race, regardless of our station in life, that this these bracelets that some of you wear that say what would Jesus do are, are you know, a little off-putting to some and maybe to me at times. But that's really the question here. God demonstrated his love to us. God gave us God. You see, we, we know that Jesus was fully, is fully god absolutely truly god the trinity is unified so god gave himself in the person of jesus christ in the most loving act not not so we can model it but it sure is wise for us to model to to have as a model god's love for us we can't model it at all we can but taste it just barely taste it We can't live a life, though, of attempted godliness without truly knowing God. How comfortable is that to know that we must know Him? The rest of that section in Romans 5 is interesting. For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare to even die. But God, listen to this, God shows his love for us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I want you to think, I want us to think, this is convicting to me too, I want you to think about how we love. You know, love is a decision we make, and we humans are terrible at it, in our flesh, naturally. God loved us when we were unlovely, and you can get into the whole, we were made in God's image and all the rest, but you can't imagine, we can't imagine being righteous, morally pure and holy, separate apart from the rest of the world. We can't imagine that level of moral rightness, that moral perfection that God is, that Jesus is, can't imagine it. And and yet, but God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, we, we were still violating his law at its core. Christ died for us. God modeled in the person of Christ love for us when we were completely unlovely. And people absolutely do not do that. What do we look for when you were dating and you were, you were hoping to find a spouse? Or maybe you weren't and you just found one. But when you're going through that whole process, weren't you looking for traits that you like? You weren't looking for the undesirable, were you? You know, lust is taking from someone else, but agape love gives without regard for reciprocity. God's love for us though is the very nature of God because he's holy and righteous, he hates sin, and yet he pours out his love on us. We do not love that way. We love because the object of our love qualifies for us, uh, qualifies in our opinion somehow. It has, has qualities we, we value. Isn't that true? God loved us when we were unlovely. God's love for us enables us to love others. I don't want to overstate it, but no matter what your background, no matter what you grew up learning, whether it's racial slurs or racial isolation or something else, we are able because of God's love for us to love those who don't look like us and aren't from our part of town. There's no reason for us to have racial division. There's absolutely not. Now, racial differences? Oh sure. Yes. There are different there's no reason to sugarcoat that. And and white people, you're not you're not cool. You're you're not you're not going to be, you know, in the words of Kevin Hart, you're not going to be fly or dope. I mean, some of you are more than I am. I'm a dork, but but th- this isn't about embracing another culture and 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 changing the way you talk. It's about being loving to other humans. It it really it really says a lot about how we see God if we're struggling with race relations in our own lives. And thus there is some tension. I get it. Understand it. There's mistrust. There's 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 I mean if you go you know try to bridge this gap that i'm talking about with a, a community of color whether it's hispanic or 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 uh, african american you're you're going to you're you're going to find that the, you know they're going to be a little skeptical of you and it might take some time might take some patience might take some real investment but but what a what a beautiful example of of i, I think we can learn how to do this thing we're talking about to to value God's love, to see God's love for us clearly. I just think there is a wonderful opportunity to love sacrificially. Agape sacrificially gives to seek the highest good to the one who is loved. Agape sacrificially gives to seek the highest good to the one who is loved. The greatest love is to love the one who is unlovely. And that's what Christ has done for us. What I'm asking us to do, what scripture asks us to do is not nearly at the level of Christ loving us, loving the unlovely. This is loving our fellow man who is lovely in some respects in the same respects as we are. This isn't really an exercise to benefit black people or, or Latin people. It's an exercise to benefit us, to benefit you, to benefit me. It really allows us to practice this, this thing found in the scripture that we read today, because we have love then we're able to live our lives the way 1 Corinthians 13 describes. We don't waste our effort. We can do all these other things in love. What beautiful truth. But the fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5, and 23, is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, Self-control against such there is no law. I grew up thinking, oh, do I have those things? Am I a Christian, am I not? No, no, They are. Pro- this is a promise. This is a promise that this, this is what you have if you have the Spirit of God, if you've trusted in Him, if you've trusted in Jesus Christ, if you've turned from self-reliance to Christ-reliance by faith, if you've repented of your sin and turned to Him, then, then this is what you have. You have these fruits of the spirit he has poured these into you and i'm not stretching the text isn't that beautiful we love because he first loved us focus if you struggle with this read first john four thirteen through 21 focus on his love for us listen to what it says after it says we love because he first loved us if anyone says i love god and hates his brother he's a liar For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him, whoever loves God must also love his brother. This is an imperative, not an indicative. This is what we are commanded to do. This is not optional. Our brother includes our African-American friends and our Latin friends, and, and we need to make them friends. Racial divisions are dividing this country, racial issues. And there's no reason for it. Love is often reciprocated. You can't go to another person and beat them over the head and say, look, I want you to give me agape love without reciprocity. That's not the way it works. That's what we practice. Love is pretty cool. If if we live loving lives, it's really interesting. I've got a friend in business who... Who is a little older than me, not much and and he he said, he said, "You know, I've never been sued. And I'm like, oh how, how'd you do that?" And he said, "Well, I'm just nice to everyone, and I understand sometimes there's litigation that happens, and I'm not saying you're not nice if you've been sued, but isn't it remarkable that if if we love, if we initiate love, if we initiate agape love, the highest form of love, if we love without reciprocity without regard for reciprocity isn't it just amazing how it gets it does get reciprocated if you walk into a room smiling other people will smile at you it's just how human nature works we do in fact love because he first loved us what a wonderful promise I hope you'll write me if hope I haven't hit a nerve but if I have I hope you'll write uh, I I, I am not the perfect model of race relations. I am not, I, I, there's hypocrisy in my words today because I don't do what I just described today particularly well. I aspire to, I want to, I want my church to, I want, I want to, to be a bright beacon in the community. And I don't, I don't want us to separate because of race. And I want to be part of that change. So uh, that's my pledge to you that, that's, uh, that I'm, I'm talking to me today. So uh, with that, I hope you'll, I hope you'll write uh, john at johnwarrenmedia.com if you have questions or issues you'd like to discuss. And uh, I hope you'll uh, subscribe to our podcast and uh, share, share us on social media. You can find us on uh, Facebook and what was once Twitter, I guess it's X now, and LinkedIn, and Instagram even. So please like, share, review and subscribe to Relentless Truth. I really appreciate this audience. Hope you'll send an email along to John at John Warren Media or use our contact form on our website which is johnwarrenmedia.com until next time.
0: Thanks for listening to Relentless Truth with John Warren. Please consider sharing this podcast and subscribe to receive future episodes. Connect with John regarding your comments, questions, and show ideas through johnwarrenmedia.com or at John Warren Media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. That's all for this episode. Join us next week for another edition of Relentless Truth with John Warren.